Coming up later, uh, as in like next hour after 7 o'clock. Sam, uh, there's going to be a visitor that Jody and I will have hosting at the house. Yeah, house, yeah. A foreign yeah. exchange student? No, no, not that. But we uh, there's a problem. We too. Knew, we've encountered a problem before this guest has even arrived. Mm. Man, mm. you're going to love this, Sam. This you're going right to laugh all the way home <laughs> for that. Um, first, as we start today, I want to bring up something that's been bothering me a little bit. Um, I want to ask producer Bailey. Okay. Um, I have noticed over a long period of time that you've been with us, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to, what do you call it? Talk about the elephant in the room or whatever. I didn't know there was an elephant in the room. I don't see an elephant. Whatever. You know I'm what looking. I'm talking about. Oh. We've never talked about the fact that, in, in, am I reading you wrong or are you not a morning person? <laughs> like <laughs> No, you, I'm, not quite, I'm not quite a morning person. When you first arrive, you know me, I'm always like, hey, let's do this, and hey, good yeah. morning, and hey, can you... and. I can tell that you're just not there. Yeah. I I I would say probably for my entire life I have the morning has been my least favorite part of the day. Oh, I'm it's, so really? sorry. Yeah. It's just it, it, it's tough for me to get started, but I'm once I'm an hour and 15 minutes yeah. into it, I'm not a pop up and get out, but the funny thing is <laughs> Sam is definitely not a morning person, yeah. as you know. We've worked with Sam for 20 years. Am I the only morning person here? Well, there's something about you, Jody. Um I don't know anybody else like you in the morning. What's that mean? That what you just said—that you're a pop up and you're up and you're happy. You yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, you're just like as soon as your feet hit the ground, it's. Well, you think that that's not true. I don't. But you're up and you're up pretty fast. It takes me on my best days. You know, I, I got to get a 30-minute running start for mm-hmm. me to be me, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. I'm Bailey, in a fog. Well, then tell me the time. I know what time you walk in. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how much time I need to give you before I start going, hey, can you do this? Can we do this? I think I think it would probably take me about, you know, a cup and a half of coffee. Oh, so it's measured in coffee. Now you're talking. It's better than saying wait until 10 a.m. Yeah, look, there's a on the inside of my coffee, we'll probably post this online, there's a sad face to happy face. Yeah. As the as the drink gets lower, I get happy. Happy face, totally. I love that. Okay, I feel you on that, yeah. and I'm sorry that you're not a morning person. We will we will help. Okay. okay. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, you know our youngest uh, Phoebe is in a play tonight, Murphy. But we have got to be coordinated on seating because it's general admission. You know where I'm going with that. Uh, uh-huh. That means I'm going to sit with my hands straddled over a couple to be of seats coordinated and a bunch seating. of purses. <laughs> Coming up next in your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning, Nicole Kidman dishing secrets on a happy life with Keith Urban. All right, guys, you know that I'm a little bit obsessed with the couple that is Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman. I think it started with an obsession first with Keith Urban. Yeah. And now, actually, evolved. you think that? But years ago, when, when Nicole Kidman was married to Tom Cruise, I loved her. I thought she was incredibly special. Nobody else in this world like her, yada, yada, yada. And then, oh, she's from Australia. And then I discovered Keith Urban, and I was like on board 100% with that. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, they got married I mean, I think I danced my life. You know, it was they're my dream well, couple. They, I mean, they really are truly in love, and they publicly stated every time. Every time this, yeah. remember when Nicole Kidman picked up the Emmy for Big Little Lies? Mm-hmm. She did that. We have this dirty secret. Man. Well, that's not what she says. Out of key. <laughs> that's from Big Little Lies, you know. But yeah, you know that. And to be married to someone who goes that far in her work and her art. And when I say that, you know the kind of things she's done on yeah. screen and can do on screen. Yeah. Oh my gosh, bewitched. 
not just that. No, I'm talking about when she really goes for it. Yeah. It's gritty. Okay, so they've been married and they celebrated this week their 12th wedding anniversary. Can you believe they've been married that long? No. Um, one of their now she said they don't have secrets. People are always saying, What's your secret to happiness? She says they don't have secrets. They just love being together. They they approach their relationship with hope and humility, which is kind of a nice thing. They're really honest with each other. But the one thing about them together that you might enjoy knowing is that they don't text one another. Oh, really? When they communicate, she likes to hear his voice, he likes to hear her voice, they talk on the phone. Um, when they're away from each other, when they have to be away because of work. She said it all started in the beginning because she didn't know how to text. Uh, <laughs> and you can see that. She but even for quickie stuff, she doesn't text? It just I, seems I, like if you're... She says, I guess when they're catching up at the end of the day, they well, don't do not it on text. See, yeah, phone. Yeah, I like that idea That's a lot. good, yeah. I mean, it's not impersonal. It's not. I love them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody keeps asking, you know, since he is a superstar in his own right, it's just a different, you know, sort of medium... Would they ever work together on screen? And he's like, no. And I'm thinking, correct. I wouldn't want to see him act just because. Mm-hmm. Well, just how about because. her singing? She can sing. Well, I know she can Remember sing. Remember Moulin Rouge? Well, yeah, I know she sang a few songs. She's got a great singing voice. I'm so. sure he's asked her a million times to sing on a record with him. And maybe she's like, no, you do you. Yeah. I'll do me. Yeah. Love them. They've been married for 12 years. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, Jody and I are going to a performance that the girls are doing tonight mm-hmm. in the theater. Uh, but I'm going to have to stretch my arms out like an octopus. I'll explain why next. Come hang out with us after the show. The Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast is a brand new episode every day. And of course, on the podcast, you can catch anything that you might have missed. Okay, so our Phoebe, our daughter Phoebe, is in a play tonight, Mr. Sam. Yes. And it's a summer, quick summer theater camp. So for the last two weeks, and the play is tonight. And Mm -hmm. it's Peter Pan Jr. Right, which is not based on the Broadway play, but based on the Disney movie. Think of a wonderful thought. Yay! Well, I guess the movie from Disney's been done a couple of different times. Sure. Modernized. Super high point for our Phoebe is that, I mean, Taylor's too old to be in it, but she was a counselor at this camp. So they've been together the last couple of weeks, which I love. But um, Phoebe really wanted the role of Tinkerbell. And she's so excited about it because it's, you know, she gets some songs, she's got some solos and she gets to, she told me it's not true flying, but she's going to fly a little. So no, in other words, they're not it. cabling her. I don't they're know how cables. they're going to trampoline. No, they're going to, she said they're going to achieve this with lighting effects. I don't uh, know. Oh, I don't shadows. Know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But she's going to fly a little. And I'm so excited. Also, just because it's kind of a sort of a lead for her. And she really wanted it. And she told me also that she's kind of making an exciting grand entrance. But she won't tell me what. So I'm super excited. But you know the issue with this, Murphy. We've been down this road before. Both of our girls love theater. It's general admission. So I couldn't buy a front row seat. We have to get it. We have to go there and rush it and get it. Even if your parents are the cast members? Yeah. Oh. Now, am I worried? No. There's not a bad seat in this theater. If you're going to send Murphy? I really... Well, we, here's the At deal. At noon today. <laughs> we, I really, I, I, it'll be fine. But I really do want to get a good seat. But I've been this in this in this zone before. Once when Taylor was doing a, a lead, lead type role, I got there early and everybody in the family was texting me, save me a seat. Oh, yeah. Including Murphy and my mom. And it's like... I'm the jerk saving seats. Yeah, you got to keep saying that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the seat saver. You're right, and we need to explain to your mom that this doesn't start at 7.05. It starts at 7. Really? (laughs) Do we? 
Got a solution for you. Sweet son-in-law. <laughs> She's never been late for the... No. Got, got a solution for you, Jody. Before you leave work today, print you up a bunch of things that say reserved. No. Well, that's a great idea, Lay them across the whole front right. row. I Nobody didn't think there was any reserved seating. Well, but clearly there is. Yes, it says it on the sign. Make it look official with like a Tinkerbell or a Peter Pan. No, oh, I, will, right. I will yeah. not do that. Illegally copy logos. Very good. <laughs> Truth of the matter, I'm just super excited for her. <laughs> Text us 877-310-4675. Coming up next, we're going to go into the 24-hour voicemail and see what has come in overnight. Reach out to us anytime. We always love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. And sometimes we miss your call. Or sometimes, you know, you're calling when we're not here. So that's why we do 24-hour voicemail. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Hi, this is Sherman. I just wanted to let Bailey know what his problem is with the renters. When he's calling and leaving a message, he's asking them about pets. No one wants to rent to anybody who has any kind of a pet. Oh. We've got to talk to him directly. You guys have a wonderful day. Oh, that's Thank you. interesting. Yeah, Producer okay. Bailey's been trying to find a new place to move yeah. and hasn't been able to get return calls. Have you been saying that each time that you've got pets? Yeah, because I figure they would want to know that from the outset. Sure. And they wouldn't yeah. want me to like hide that information until I am face-to-face, you know? Yeah, but... Do you have a giant snake or what? No, it's just a regular old dog. Well, Didn't you, know, you say it's a great dog? Yeah, it's the best boy in town. The best that's boy in like town. Mm. The thing you is... Know? Man, this is not unusual for any landlord. There yeah. are many places that do rent it out. So, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's possible you're calling places that don't do pets. Don't want to do that. Yeah, perhaps. You know, I feel you on everything up front, but yeah. she has a point. There's leaving a message and then there's having a personal conversation. Right. There's a lot to be said for develop, developing a rapport with somebody mm-hmm. and having a personal conversation. So, from this day on... <laughs> forward from this day on you could totally call and say hey we're looking for this yeah you know and your voice i would call you back bailey you know (laughs) your voice and just hey give me a call back give the number slowly and then once you've developed that rapport and they're like man i want to rent to this calm sounding renter yeah oh then you mention i've got the best boy in town (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah that is something and i I don't know if, if you how you feel about that, but I just believe that get the phone call. Mm-hmm. You can leave any kind of message, but get the phone call because what if they end up liking you? People make decisions in business based on relationships and how they uh, feel. That's probably true. If, if they know you and they feel you're a responsible pet owner, that's going to be very different than just yeah. being random pet owner. Yeah. Good advice. Thank you, Sherman, for the call. Yeah, we thanks. appreciate it. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us. Coming up next, guys, we're going to visit with our well, one of our favorites, Dr. Bucky in studio, our in-studio pediatrician, answering your questions from murphysamandjody.com. Dr. Bucky is here again today, our in-studio pediatrician, answering your questions from our Facebook page and murphysamandjody.com. You ready? I am ready. Bucky, this one came in... Um, on our Facebook page, it's from B. So I have a 10-year-old with a, with a mild ADHD diagnosis. He does have a hard time staying focused and gets very overwhelmed during tests at school. Is there anything herbal we can try with him? Maybe even essential oils, something natural. We don't want to medicate him yet because we've talked to some other friends who've only had negative experiences with ADHD meds. Any advice is appreciated. That is from B. ADHD is just exactly what it says, attention deficit hyperactive disorder, meaning, and it can be either inattentive or you can be hyper or you can be both. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of things. It is, and and very common to be inattentive. It's a personality type. 
and a lot of people have little ADHD personalities. You know, they, they, they bounce around either hyperwise or they're inattentive. <laughs> it depends on how much it affects your daily life on what you want to do next. How much it's end. interfering with school, maybe. If, if, if it's in settings where you're trying to learn, which is school, or peer settings where it's interfering lots, then you talk about doing medicines and that type of stuff. If you don't, you really just redirect, you move through, and you learn how to deal with it. As far as herbal, they ask specifically about herbal stuff. I have not found any help with herbal stuff. There's so so many out there. There's one called Be Good. There's mm-hmm. dozens of different herbal remedies, and I'd okay. wish they worked. But I have not had success. Do they hurt anything? No. If they're real expensive, don't do them. They're just not regulated. That's right, exactly. So, there, And there's no studies that show they work. And, right. and, and in my experience, and I've had a lot of parents that don't want to do the medicines because it scares them. Right. They will try to do the herbal remedies. I have a lot of success. Now, I, I don't like medicines. I'm a doctor that doesn't like medicines. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I, I, at the beginning of my practice, I really never did any ADHD meds. I said, no, no, just hang in there, do this. But back then, it was the medicines had horrible side effects. It was like two, three times a day you mm-hmm. took it. There were up and down, peaks and valleys. Now the medicine is so much better. It's still not perfect. Okay? Right, and you could certainly try it. But it's once a day, and it's relatively easy. And so mm-hmm. if, if it starts affecting school and other areas like that, then talk to your pediatrician and, mm-hmm. and think about it. And that's the thing. Every family is different with regards to that, and every kid is different. So talking to your friends is great, but your child is different than their child. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, and I some, believe that. And some kids go on medicines for a while, and then they it's sort of mature through it mm-hmm. and, and figure it out, and their brain matures enough where they don't need it down the way. Right. right. Good luck. So have a Pete. custom conversation with your doctor really is the exactly. best thing to do, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sending that in to our Facebook page. Also, you can also reach us at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. I'll tell you how Taylor Swift's security team plans to handle her stalker. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift's reputation tour is coming back to the States this weekend. This tour has been everything we heard that it was going to be with a new, you know, surprise on stage almost every night. She had Niall Horan when she was uh, yes. across the pond and a couple other folks. Like every yes. night there was somebody new. Selena Gomez, when yeah. she first kicked it off, one of her besties. Okay, so she's going to be back in Louisville this weekend on Saturday. And I'm sure she's hoping that all security in that stadium is on high alert because what happened? Well, um, the judge granted her. This is good news for her. A five-year restraining order against that stalker that she had. The one. Now there's been a several for her. <laughs> yeah, it's why the one that made it over the fence. It's why she has 24-hour security, and right. I hope she really feels good and trusts them. Because how could you relax enough to do what you want to do for your fans? Right. Yeah. Um. His name's his name is Julius, and he jumped the fence of her Beverly Hills mansion. He had a mask on. He had latex gloves on. It's very scary. The police this, later found ammunition in his car and other stuff. Now, he did this when she wasn't home, so she was safe at the time. Right. Maybe he thought she was. Maybe he thought he was going to get in there and stay and wait for her. But the new restraining order extends the time frame to five years. But the radius is smaller. He can be. He has to be 100 yards away from her, which is a football field. So right. he could go to a stadium tour. We yeah. hope that nobody's, you know, Stand we hope on not. The side the parking lot, I guess. So hope not. By the way, he blamed this whole thing. He told Los Angeles police that he blamed his behavior and troubles on his recent divorce, that he'd had a mental breakdown. And like any other obsessed fan of Taylor's, that he listened to a lot of her breakup anthems to help him get through his divorce. Mm-hmm. 
Well, more than likely, her security team all know what he looks like. So even yeah. if he tried to get close. Not just her 24-hour team, but anybody. Right. And he's probably not the only one. Okay, something else sort of fun from the music world. You know the uh, Paul McCartney carpool karaoke that they did on the Late Late Show recently. Right. There is a barber showing photographs. Given uh, the show its biggest audience of the year, and the video is the most watched clip on Facebook so far this year. Well, we kind of predicted that. Ah, yeah. fabulous. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning, we're going to stay with the music. Ed Sheeran uh, does his best to explain those recent bathroom breaks while he was on stage. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So yesterday in the After the Show podcast, which you can get when you subscribe to the podcast, which is free, but you only get it there. You know, it's yeah, only we, after the show. We do a new episode every day when we're done here. And of course, you can catch anything you missed here on the show, too. Yeah, we kind of went around the table about what we're binging now. And Murphy and I um, started binging at home, something that we're late to the game on, but we thought we'd do something light. And it's this odd little show called Arrested Development. Yeah, which has Justin Bateman, Bateman in it. Yeah. And uh, I know where Jody's about to go with this because we're in episode two, uh-huh. and I think it's getting lost on Jody already. <laughs> Mainly because not getting of, lost, but you but... know, most people who are Arrested Development's fans know this episode was a big one. Michael, why didn't you tell me that? How much clearer can I say? There's always money in the banana stand because he burned down the banana stand, <laughs> which had a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars line in the walls. You know? Which, by the way, did not tell you that. When the dad, Murphy, did not tell you before the thing got burned, I'm like, that's where the money is. He oh, means yeah, that, that it's there. Yeah. He doesn't mean the business. He means it's in the yeah. in there. When he says there's money in the banana yeah. stand, he doesn't mean potential. I told, he means I told Murphy that he's, He means that's where the money's hidden. Yeah. But anyway, it's so odd. It's very quirky. And I'm watching it at night when I'm tired. I don't know if this is for me. You know I, why? I, you, why? Why? Well, I think the humor, it's not totally this. But it kind of points in that direction of Airplane, which was uh, not one of your favorite movies of all time either. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. You know, I know hosp- that's hard for you. Got to go to the hospital. What's that? It's a brick building with patients. But that's, but that's not, not important. important right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. It's more guy humor, I guess. Or just not me. You guys know me well. Should I, Sam? Producer Bailey, you know me too. Should, I, should we stick with it? I say yes. Okay. I, I mean, but that's my opinion. Sure. Yeah, okay, from Bailey, a personal opinion, I'd say yes, but knowing that you're already upset after the second I'm episode, I'm not upset. It's just uh, it, okay. It's going to be more of that. It's just so oddball. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not be, sure that's for me. It's going to be more and more oddball. It's yeah. not just straightforward, ha ha jokes. But yeah. here's the deal. Here's the kicker. I want you to enjoy it and laugh and love it, Murphy. But I may not be right there with you every time. I just right. I almost would rather watch another episode of Game of Thrones or something sometimes. Well, let's, try, just... let's try one more before you throw in the towel. You know, otherwise we'll break out this movie. Can you fly this plane and oh, land stop. it? Stop. <laughs> Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And, and don't, don't call, call me Shirley. Shirley. Call me if you do, because I want to come over. <laughs> coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, we're so excited to have a summer guest coming to stay with us next week. Yay! Mm-hmm. However, before they even arrive, we have a problem, an issue that yeah. you're going to enjoy, Sam. This one just popped up out of the so blue. So much. Sam's got music news next. I'll let you know why uh, Jennifer Lopez is teaming up with country superstars Lady A and Brad really? Paisley next week. Yes. Sam's got music news. Next week, of course, is the 4th of July, Independence Day, July the 4th, however you refer to 
refer to it. Yeah, yeah. July 4th. Uh, and also, we have Macy's 4th of July fireworks spectacular next week. You know, Yay. they've been doing this one for a few years now. And guess who's going to be the main performer this year? Is it my J to the L O? J Lo. It's been a year since you saw her in concert, Jody, when we went to Vegas. I mean, watch her. You cannot help but watch her move. Nobody's got her moves. Fireworks on the stage, huh? Boom. Good for her. And you know what? I, I also refer to July 4th as the day after Jody's birthday. Yes, yeah, because you have to. Yeah. Oh, ha huh. uh, Also on the bill, Haley Steinfeld, Charlie Puth, Cheryl Crow's there, and a couple of country favorites, Lady A and Brad Paisley. Honey, all I got to say. Good. That's, That's a fun. good celebration. It's a good mix. And uh, the, it's going to be the largest fireworks display in the country. I didn't realize this. 60,000 shells. Woo! There's a guy with a big lighter. <laughs> no. Yeah, they fire off from the river there. But that is uh, <laughs> next it. Wednesday night from Macy's 4th of July. Fireworks spectacular. Cool. Did you hear what they did with the Grammys? Big announcement this week. I read it. They've expanded the top four categories to have eight nominees instead of four. I mean, instead of five. You remember how That's the Oscars lot. did that a few years ago? Yep. Now, the Oscars... They can have up five to ten in the big categories, but and it, and it it changes every year. But the Grammys has said we're going to now have eight nominees for best record, best song, best album of the year, and also best new artist. So that the people that are selecting the winners have a wider category and more choices. Right, to choose from. and then you get to say, "Hey, I was Grammy nominated." Yeah. more people, people get, get to, to say, say that. that. I, you yeah. know what? That's I didn't think about that. What I was thinking Fred. is more. You know, more choices, more difficult. Yeah. That's kind of what I would think, but more you know, inclusion. But you also have more genres of music now mm-hmm. than when the Grammys first started in categories, and so maybe this makes sense. Sure. More diversity, and that'll start with the uh, Grammys next year, uh, the next uh, award show. Also, and I, I don't know why this one slipped past me, but Brian Adams is writing the music for Pretty Woman the Musical on Broadway. Nice. It starts August sixteenth on Broadway. And we haven't heard any of the music yet, but he actually, in concert the other night, brought out the girl that's going to play Vivian, the Julia Roberts character. Oh, yeah, I'm very Pretty familiar. Right. And she sang a song Viv. that Brian wrote. It's called I Can't Go Back. I can't go back. I'm seeing the world. I can't go back. Well, I guess you know it and understand it better if you see the musical in right. some context. Uh, of some, of, some of the other songs Brian Adams wrote for this musical, Summer of 69, Everything I Do, okay, I Do. Okay, stop. Just kidding. Yeah, it's all originals. <laughs> yes. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, we have a summer visitor coming next week, and I'm super excited, but guess who's got to go uh-huh. before our company arrives? So excited that next week... My cousin Candace is coming to visit and stay with us. Um, Sam, you know Candace. She's bringing her kids? Of course. Mm-hmm. She's bringing her kids. You know, we have a bonus room upstairs. Is it clean right now? No, remember, it's not ready for her yet. It was the staging area for the garage sale. <laughs> yeah. The bonus room is not ready yet. It but was the also bonus the place room. that Jody's mom lived for a while with this room. Yeah. We had cats and everything up there. It was wonderful. Oh, so you got to fumigate it. <laughs> no. no, it was fine. Yeah. And it's wonderful to have that area for her and and anyway she's coming right to stay to visit she wants to visit me for my birthday nice. how cool is that she wants i mean she's one of my best friends in the world i don't get to see her a lot and she's coming she's bringing the kids well it's good that she because we won't see her probably until christmas or maybe labor day weekend if we don't do this now yeah she's staying with us for four days Eek! i'm super excited um but and i was okay making my plans like this weekend i'm gonna get the beds re- the bed ready up there and clean the bathroom and all that and get everything done and then i realized we have an issue we have a little problem. What? Papa. Oh, Papa bulldog. the bulldog, Murphy's new baby, 
doesn't <laughs> Murphy's like, new baby doesn't like anybody but us. Right. Right. He seems to have issues with new people coming in. He's a, he's a claimer, you know. And and if you drop him on the you. ground, yeah. <laughs> oh, you dropped a pencil. It's mine. That's what he's like. But the funny thing is, is he the thinks gr- everything is his. That growl sounds worse than it is. That sounds like a mean growl. That's what they sound like all the time because they can't really breathe well right. with a flat nose. Yeah. But, you know, Candace has two children. Right. You know, and Hope is a child with special needs. I'm not going to risk Papa, you know, getting irritated with them. Even though he's never hurt anybody, he just would make you nervous. Remember when producer David came over once and Papa just jumped on his leg yeah. and was like, you're mine. And he wouldn't let go. Right. Even with a treat. Yeah. You're so, so I don't like, know what to do. I don't know. This is the first time we've had company come, guest come, since Papa's been a factor. Yeah. So we need to start brainstorming. we got a few days to figure it out. What to do maybe, with sweet Papa. Maybe we should board him. Well, you could. Yeah. Maybe Sam could take him for a few days. Uh, you want to see if you like him? It's not me. It's Gus. Maybe he could win you over. <laughs> I don't have a problem watching him, but Gus, Aww. you know, I don't know how he's going to get along with Gus. That's sweet of you to say that. What? He's a dog. He's yeah. just a dog. I don't know if he's yeah. just a dog. He's got all kinds of issues. Okay. We're going to figure it out. We're going to work on it, okay. the plan, and we'll let you know, uh, Sam. But that's good know. to know that you're the backup offer. Yeah. Thank you for that. You guys heard this story. It went viral and it was all over the place this week about this teenage girl on a flight that no. knew sign language and helped this man. Oh, yeah. The guy oh, who is. Oh, uh, my gosh. He's deaf and blind. He's right? deaf and blind. And her name is Clara. She's a teenage girl. And this is the most beautiful thing. Here's the deal, though. They weren't even supposed to be on this flight. She and her mom were trying to get home. And their flight got canceled and they got moved to this one mm-hmm. where it had a connection in Portland. And so she ends up on this flight. And a- after the flight takes off, it came. It comes above the speakers are saying, hey, does, does anyone on the plane not a sign? Right. No sign language because we have a passenger on board that needs some assistant, assistance. And Clara's like 16 years old, but she's like, OK, I can do it. And so she stood up and said, OK, here I am. They brought her to this man. His name is Timothy. Mm-hmm. He was having trouble just even ordering what he wanted to drink. Right. You know, and so that's why they asked for the help. She comes over and he's blind and deaf. So he needed someone. And she knew this somehow knew to sign in his hand, right. touching him so he could feel what she was signing. And so she helped him get a drink, you know, water or whatever, ginger ale or whatever. And then they continued to talk a little bit. She goes, and he thanks her. She goes back to her seat, and then they called her a couple more times to come over and talk to him, and she happily did it. And then she told later, she told like CBS News later, he didn't really need anything. He just want he was lonely and he wanted to talk. And Clara said that she was happy to do it. She was actually worried she might spell something wrong when signing into his hand. Right. Um, She has issues with dyslexia, and you know. English was really hard for her, which is one reason she also started learning sign language. It's just like the perfect storm. Like she feels like she and her mother feel like they were meant to be on that flight just to help him. And it makes you think and realize how lonely it must be to have that sort of disability. Mm -hmm. He almost didn't get what he needed on that plane. If she had not been there, 
he may not have even been able to order a ginger ale or whatever it is that he ordered. So the mom took to Facebook after and shared it. Look, I'm just my mom, my daughter doesn't want me to do this, but I'm just so proud of her for doing this. Right. And the mom shared it, and that's what went, went viral. She's the one that posted the picture because there's a picture yes, of her holding. Of Clara guy's hand. holding his hand. Yeah. yeah. And I do believe they are in touch now because of this. Lovely. That is a sweet story. Good news, Jody's good thing. All right, coming up. Always love to hear from you at eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Tammy wants to set you straight, Murphy, on your uh, chair boy from the beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Summer tipping guide. When you travel, who do you tip and for what reasons? Those answers are there for you at murphysamandjody.com. We even put it on our Facebook page. Okay. Other, you know, all the little tipping situations you can encounter. Yeah, some of them you don't think about. Right. We brought it up yesterday and we couldn't think of the name of. Yeah, I got stuck on the name. My grandmother always would always tip the, you know, the guys that set out. Well, they set out the beach chairs mm-hmm. yes. and the umbrellas and those things. And so, I mean, what is there like a formal title for those? Yeah. Beach Tammy. attendant. Tammy may know. 877-310-4MSJ. Hey, Tammy. Hey. I love your station, first of all. Thank Thanks. you. But when we went on vacation, we always called them the Cabana Boys. <laughs> Sounds like a band. Now, see, I thought Cabana Boys were the ones that worked, <laughs> really? they were the ones that worked around the but, pool, right? Uh, Never, ne- yeah, around the pool and around the beach. Gotcha. Okay. Everybody yeah. calls them that, or is that just you? No, everybody at the resort would call them that. Nice. Gotcha. Okay, that must be the name. What did we come up with? Um, beach umbrella so, guy. But <laughs> beach attendant. Yeah. Oh, the cabana boy. I had a crush on ours every year. Never failed. Oh, so. <laughs> that's so sweet. And did, did your cabana boys ever know that you had a crush? Oh, yeah, I'll let them know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I heard that. That's funny. Okay, Cabana Boys. We guys, we all agree? That's Sounds That's probably good. more it. Sounds legit, yeah. And they yeah. work the pool and the beach, Tammy? They work the pool and the beach. Boom. That's what it is then. And it sounds like a great yeah, band name. That's it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tammy. Appreciate the call. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of, um, that's, that's why there's something called Summer Love. That reminds me of being... Every summer, going to see my cousins, and we would go to amusement park. Right. And we would go for the whole day, sometimes two days in a row. We'd do, you know, two days in a row. And I always had a crush on somebody. I would ride a roller coaster with a boy from a different town, and then he would win me a teddy bear. That's a smooth move right there. It is. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you hand somebody something that you've won. For them? Yeah. Right. Smooth move. Happened. To, it was really fun. Yeah. Special time in your life, you know? When, yeah. when, when a When a boy is standing in a line for a roller coaster, he's not just standing in line for a roller coaster checking when he's that age. He's checking out the chicks. That's how it happened. <laughs> I'd be looking at him. He'd be looking at me. I'd see him again later at the, you know, snow cone stand. And then the next thing you know, he's asking me to ride with him. That's what happened. That is summer so romance. So funny. I, I summer always, love. I always went with my parents, so I didn't get the experience. Thank you for that, Tammy. You reminded me of that. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Ed Sheeran does his best to explain his recent strange bathroom breaks. (laughs) Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so Ed Sheeran is finally trying to explain what happened to him over the weekend in Wales. He was at a concert and he was playing Galway Girl. And right after the song was over, he said, you know, I'm sorry, guys, I've never had to do this, but I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. (laughs) And normally, if that happens to a performer, 
their band plays oh, or yeah, does yeah. something special. Like, Here's Somebody, a drum solo. Exactly. Exactly. And it's even planned that way. Right. Well, Ed plays by himself. He literally plays solo on stage. Mm-hmm. First of all, how much do you love that? Because usually it's a huge crowd right. and yet this intimate type perform- performance. So there were all kind of jokes going around about him having some kind of upset stomach because he did that. He came back, he started another song and he had to go again, like in the middle of the song, like, I'm sorry, I got to go again (laughs) and drops the guitar and leaves the stage. And like the place goes quiet because he doesn't have a backup plan. What do you do? He doesn't have a backup plan. He said he read online the next day that some a fan or two, because there's always people. So they were disappointed. But he said, I came back and he played the whole show. Right. He played the whole show. He just had to go. So he said he was, somebody asked him about it in the press. And he said, look, I overhydrated. When you're performing and traveling, you hydrate. Right. You drink a ton of water. He said he overhydrated that day way too much. And that's all that it was. He just needed to. And he normally sweats it out. This particular venue. This particular night, he wasn't able to sweat it out. And, and of course, you know the line, when you got to go, yeah, you got to go. Maybe he should write a little song about it. Maybe he should just work Maybe. it into his act. Maybe he has. We'll see. Okay, um, also from the music world, I know you heard about this yesterday, that uh, Joe Jackson, father of the musical jo- dynasty, the Jackson family, has died. He was ill for quite a while. Right. He'd been diagnosed with terminal cancer, and he was hospitalized earlier this month. You know, he was first a steel worker turned boxer who struggled to make it as an R&B artist himself in the 1950s. Oh, I didn't know he was an artist. Yeah, he huh. well, he struggled to make right. it. He wanted to make it. Then when he had children, he turned his attention to his children, and boy, did he find some talent there. Mm-hmm. Joe Jackson passed away yesterday. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider around 8.30 this morning, why Taylor Swift's 24-hour security team on full alert as she comes back to the States. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, I had to catch myself because I thought July 4th was two weeks away. It's not. Just a heads up. Always sneaks up on you. It's next Wednesday, yeah. Of of all people, Murphy, it seems like you would know that when it's coming up because Why July is that? 3rd is Jody's birthday. Well, and I, and I actually do have Jody's birthday gift already, so I'm ready really? for Jody's birthday. It just the whole fourth thing wasn't registering. Maybe maybe because it doesn't fall where it's a natural four-day four weekend. Right. It's in the middle of the week. And I know a few people who are taking Thursday and Friday off. We're not. That's weird, right? I yeah. mean, we're all going to be off on Wednesday and then back here on, uh, That's okay. on the 5th. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to have our, my cousin Candace come to visit. I've, we've never done that for my for my my birthday. We're always on vacation on my birthday, and this year we're not. That's so true. That's, different. that's true. We've been out of town all the time on your birthday. Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be fun. Wanted to remind everybody that Taste of Summer recipes are online, and they work for sure for July 4th. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, light little things like easy key lime pie. Mmm. Um, fresh strawberry pie that recipe is there and everybody's favorite you guys the best steak marinade yep. recipe we've ever come up with shouldn't we put sandburgers back up there sandburgers to me are a perennial favorite I love them it's that you know, Hidden it's Valley Ranch you funny know. you should it's mention that because I made sandburgers for the kids this past weekend did you oh, good, see Sam. that's why it's a perfect yeah. July 4th recipe I just love those things are they do you put ranch in them is that ranch in them and the sauce I usually put in them was like a honey bacon 
marinade sauce you know, okay. just for the liquid. I couldn't find it, so I just put honey barbecue sauce in them. We haven't Still had hamburgers in a long time, Murphy, at, at home, you and I, yeah. but maybe but, we should because you're such a burger purist that you don't want to add too much to it, which is why we well, don't. see, that's the thing, too. There's times I just want a flat-out salt-and-pepper burger. Well... I would do sandburgers, but I would do them probably pan-fried. If, if I'm on the grill, I guess I'm a purist. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the ranch, just to clarify, it's the powder, not the dress, not the liquid no, dressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the ranch powder. Right. Same thing I use for my firecrackers. Mm, yeah. Delicious stuff. Go get all these recipes. We'll add sandburgers. Taste of summer recipes at murphysamandjody.com. On the way, why tonight it's a very big deal that we are not late for this special event we're going to for the kids murphy so important general admission seating i'm gonna have to go save four seats Mm -hmm. at once so tonight's a big night for our youngest daughter phoebe who is um starring in a peter pan jr production where she was cast as tinkerbell Mm -hmm. and i just have to say this she's already a fairy she's always been my fairy you always called her that because she's like that and now she got the role of Tinkerbell. But I, the, I always get confused between the Broadway musical and the Disney movie. It's Disney Junior this time. It's which just means it's an abbreviated version of, of the yeah. Disney, yeah. But telling. Um, does that mean that Tinkerbell has a bigger, more prevalent role? This is what's so funny, Murph. I don't know if I told you this, but whenever it was announced that that was the musical they were doing for this camp, and it's a short, they've only been doing it for two weeks. Right. You've been rehearsing since last week, and that's it. Another reason it's got to be Junior. It's mm-hmm. fast. You don't have eight weeks to sing into the production. It's not a long production. It'll be short and sweet. But I know these kids put a lot of work into it because Taylor's also been there as a counselor and painting sets and just doing their so much into it. What's interesting is that she researched it before auditions. She researched the Disney Junior production and she knew what roles Tink would have, which is why she auditioned for Tinkerbell. She said, Good I'm going because at first she said, maybe I'll just try for I'll, I'll say I want to be Peter Pan. And I thought, OK, go for it. She looked in online and watched some performances and some, heard some songs and stuff and realized, oh, wait, I'd rather be Tinkerbell for yeah. this performance. And she got it. She was, you know, it's one of those perfect storm moments. You said she's going to fly, but not like not on cables. cables. I don't know. She said I'm. Con- she winked at me like I'm. She's surprised be with that. She says mm-hmm. it involves lighting, but there are no cables. Yeah, gotcha. I'm telling you, it's so exciting. It's so cute. But I'm. I'm also kind of worried because she's already been saying all week long that she's so sad it's almost already over. So once she's done her final performance, which will be Friday during the day, they do it for like another summer camp that comes to watch. Right. She's going to have a low. You know what I mean? Well, they, something you know, about do, exciting is over. It's weird, and it's only two weeks long, but when they're doing full-blown production, this, this is any student months. that does this. When you're working on something for months, and it's a really close group, and they work together, and then they're done after the final performance, yeah. it is sort of that moment of, oh, man, I'm going to miss this. It's the high, high of the performances yeah. and the low of, okay, over, boom. And so that's what she's going to be experiencing Friday night, well, Friday afternoon. You can I'm always sure. let her wear the costume around the house. Oh, I know. She won't even Get let me see it yet. a few more weeks yet. use out of it. Yeah, she yeah. won't even let me see any of it yet. So tonight. And we'll post pictures and videos. Dr. Bucky is here again today, our in-studio pediatrician, answering your questions from our Facebook page and murphysamandjody.com. You ready? I am ready. Bucky, this one came in um, on our Facebook page. It's from B. So I have a 10-year-old with a, with a mild ADHD diagnosis. He does have a hard time staying focused and gets very overwhelmed during tests at school. Is there anything herbal we can try with him? Maybe even essential oils, something natural. We don't want to medicate him yet because we've talked to some other friends who've only had negative experiences with ADHD meds. 
Any advice is appreciated. That is from B. ADHD is just exactly what it says. Attention deficit hyperactive disorder meeting, and it can be either inattentive or you can be hyper or you can be both. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of things. It is, and and very common to be inattentive. It's a personality type, and a lot of people have little ADHD personalities. You know, they they, they bounce around either hyper-wise or they're inattentive. (laughs) It depends on how much it affects your daily life on what you want to do next. How much it's interfering with school, maybe. If if, if it's in settings where you're trying to learn, which is school, or peer settings where it's interfering lots, then you talk about doing medicines and that type of stuff. If you don't, you really just redirect, you move through, and you learn how to deal with it. As far as herbal, they ask specifically about herbal stuff. I have not found any help with herbal stuff. There's so so many out there. There's one called Be Good. There's Mm -hmm. dozens of different herbal remedies, and I'd wish they worked. But I have not had success. Do they hurt anything? No. If they're real expensive, don't do them. They're just not regulated. That's right. Exactly. So, there, And there's no studies that show they work. And, right. And, and in my experience, and I've had a lot of parents that don't want to do the medicines because it scares them. Right. They will try to do the herbal remedies. I have a lot of success. Now, I, I don't like medicines. I'm a doctor that doesn't like medicines. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I, I, at the beginning of my practice, I really never did any ADHD meds. I said, no, no, just hang in there, do this. But back then, it was the medicines had horrible side effects. It was like two, three times a day you mm-hmm. took it. There were up and down, peaks and valleys. Now the medicine is so much better. It's still not perfect. Okay? Right, and you could certainly try it. But it's once a day, and it's relatively easy. And so mm-hmm. if, if it starts affecting school and other areas like that, then talk to your pediatrician and, mm-hmm. and think about it. And that's the thing. Every family is different with regards to that, and every kid is different. So talking to your friends is great, but your child is different than their child. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And some, and some, I believe that. And some kids go on medicines for a while, and then they it's sort of mature through it mm-hmm. and, and figure it out, and their brain matures enough where they don't need it down the way. Right. right. Good luck. So have a custom conversation with your doctor really is the best thing to do, right? Absolutely. Thank you for sending that in to our Facebook page. Also, you can also reach us at murphysamandjody.com. Producer Bailey, you said something earlier when we got that voicemail for you about, you know, one of the reasons you're having, they think you're having trouble finding a new house right is that you have you guys have a dog yeah I, and, and that's something that i want to make sure that everybody knows first right like, which i think is it. the right thing to do for you, sure you called yeah. him the best boy ever yeah i, think I want so. you to know i have the best boy ever too his name is champ mm-hmm. and he's the world's happiest dog oh really yeah Doesn't I see, ever... i'll challenge you on that one okay <laughs> i'm we're down what's yeah. the name of your best boy ever his name is Artie. Artie. Yeah. And this is not your dog, but it's your yeah, it's my roommate's, roommate's dog? dog. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, why don't wonderful. you well, get know, Artie a friend? You ever well, thought about adopting one of your own? Uh, yeah, I've thought about it. I think it would be too much for the situation that we have now. Oh, being, the, yeah, the yeah, renting situation. I mean, it's not, that, it's not that they wouldn't get along, the pets, but <laughs> I, I don't know if I... I don't feel adequate enough to take care of a dog, you know? Like, oh. it's, it's a it's big your, responsibility. That's why it's your roommate's dog and not yours? Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know what? Okay, How cool good. is it, though, that you're saying that a dog that's not actually yours is the best boy ever? Yeah. Yeah, see what a good pet owner you'd be. Yeah. You know, I can always hook you up Jody's with always a highly it. adoptable, lonely baby. Yeah. You know, if you can't find a place with one dog, getting another dog's not going to help. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's you're right. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. If your pitch Fine. becomes, we have a dog and we're thinking of getting a second, please call me. <laughs> <Click. this meeting. laughs> yeah. I just thought I'd try. I'd love to meet the best boy ever. Yeah. Runner up. Right. <laughs> Sam's got music news. Next week, of course, July the 4th, 
which comes after Jody's birthday, July the 3rd. Yes. Ah, oh, um, thank you. But uh, also July the 4th, the Macy's 4th of July Spectacular will be on uh, NBC, and they roll out the big stars every year. Number one on the list, J-Lo. That is so hot. I don't know who they had last year, but you don't even need fireworks when she's out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, she could have been an honorary rocket. Just, you know, I wonder if she ever tried out for that. Probably. You're talking about one of the most driven people to ever be in entertainment. She was a fly girl, wasn't she? She was a fly mm-hmm. girl on In Living Color, right. but boy, did she uh, surpass all of that. She's the uh, lead, uh, also performing next Wednesday night, Haley Steinfeld and Charlie Puth. Uh, Cheryl yeah. Crow's going to be there. On the countryside, Hi. we have Lady A and Brad Paisley. Honey, all I got is big. Yeah, all around big American extravaganza. 60,000. I feel like uh, the vacation, Christmas vacation. 60,000 <laughs> shells, imported Italian shells, will be fired <laughs> off of the uh, barges in the East River, making wow. it the largest display in the United States of America next week. And can you imagine watching that from a skyscraper? Or anywhere in New York. Right. True. Yeah. Empire State, crazy. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. And we invite you to come hang out with us after the show. Uh, Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, a brand new episode every single day. And you can Google it or you can subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, you only get after the show there. So today after the show, you know, we have this big problem next week, Murphy, at the house. We have company coming and we have a problem that we need to solve before she arrives. Sam is the solution to this I problem. You know that. you are, Sam. Yeah, lovely. Right. We'll tackle that in the after the show podcast. <laughs>